Friday lunchtime lectures at the Open Data Institute. Hi everyone, uh, welcome to today's ODI Friday's lunchtime lecture. Today's talk is titled Open Data in China, a 10-year review. And the talk is presented by Dr. Feng Gao, who is the co-founder and managing director of Open Data China. Open Data China are one of six organizations that are currently participating in the ODI and Microsoft's peer learning network for data collaborations. And this is one of the many collaborations between the ODI and Microsoft, which is aiming to bridge the data divide. In this talk today, Feng is going to shed some light on open data developments in China, and he's going to be focusing on key milestones where open data was studied, adopted, and redefined in China. This talk is uh, pre-recorded as there have been some connectivity issues keeping Feng from presenting live. But we do hope that he's going to be able to join us after the session for a Q&A um, for any questions that come up. If he's unable to join us, we have sent him some questions in advance based on the talk. So we'll air those. And if there's any discussion points from the audience wants to raise, we'll also have time for that. So just before I head over to the um, presentation, some housekeeping issues, uh, we will be recording the session. Uh, please can you keep your cameras off and microphones muted for the duration of the presentation. And as always, if you have any questions, please leave them in the chat or save them until the end. Um, and we'll have time to air them if Feng is able to join. So I'm just going to put on the presentation and bear with me, please. Thanks ODI for this wonderful opportunity to talk about open data in China. I personally am a long-term audience to this uh, lunchtime talk series and so excited and honored to be a speaker today. Before we start the story of open data in China, I would like to first briefly introduce who we are as Open Data China. Uh, in 2012, we first started as an Open Energy Foundation's local group. Then we expanded and incorporated ourselves into Open Energy China in 2014. Uh, by the beginning, we really worked on the open data policy thoroughly, but now we expand our focus to much wider on open digital governance, digital rights, and uh, open economy. We are one of the key stakeholders in China uh, open data ecosystem, uh, not only delivering uh, research opinions and uh, consultations to uh, governments, but also we uh, actively uh, participate in the frontline implementation uh, of open data initiatives, uh, assisting the governments, but also building up uh, communities for the wider uh, hackers, journalists, and uh, the publics. So this talk will be based upon our own experience, uh, observations, and reflection uh, about our work and our uh, observation the past 10 years. So my talk is uh, briefly introduced uh, on the website uh, will uh, be divided in three parts. Uh, the very first part I would like to cover uh, some quick facts about the China's open data ecosystem or how it works in China. So the very first one uh, fact is of course that open data exists in China. Uh, technically the requirement of 
publishing data in a machine readable way is something really well adopted in China because uh, China favors this kind of machine readability to uh, push forward the agenda of open uh, data economy. However, uh, open license, uh, which uh, face much harder uh, problem in lending on the ground, part of the reason is for uh, almost decades or two decades that in China uh, this kind of license is something poorly understood, and most of people don't really know what license is and why we need it with uh, software or with uh, the code or with the uh, data. So it is takes time to educate people to understand what open license is. Uh, however, the situation might be changed or improved as we are pushing forward the data economy in China. So the government and the market itself uh, needs this kind of a legal tool to uh, ensure everybody play the same game and the same rule. The second factor is unlike many uh, Western countries where uh, probably in UK or in US, uh, usually the government open data, uh, open government data, uh, starts from central, and this takes time and efforts goes to the local and make a local impact. In China, it happens uh, completely the opposite way. Uh, Shanghai and Beijing are the two cities versus adopt the open data idea and then grow into um, nearly 150 local portals now uh, in the past decade. However, we still don't have a national portal, which is interesting uh, as it was early reported that by 2018 we should have one, but it's still not. Uh, we heard that it's already developed uh, and might be uh, launched this year. And if you look at the uh, geographic uh, distribution of those local portals, you will notice that most of them sit on the east coast, uh, or let's say they are uh, well developed regions. So they can consider open data, they can consider using data to uh, power up the smart city, uh, power up the data economy. So the very uh, last uh, but the most important fact is open data in China, it follows economic logic rather than a political open governance logic. So uh, in 2015, China considers open data as one of the key methods to grow up the domestic big data industry. Then in last year, the country regards data resources as one of the factor of production in addition to the land, the labor, the capital, and the entrepreneurship. So there is a very strong economic-driven agenda to push forward open data to satisfy the market's needs. So the next, I would like to uh, work you through a case study of Shanghai, a very simple one, uh, that could help to illustrate how open data as an idea got studied and adopted in this country, and then how we localize it and uh, somehow have to redefine it so it can fit into the local context to survive.
So that will walk you through four stages, and the first one is the study stage. Uh, so some of you may know Shanghai as one of the most developed city in China. It also the one pioneered the adoption of freedom reformation in 24, uh, so ahead of the nation government when uh, 2008 we have the national freedom law. But four years earlier, Shanghai has its own local act. And given such foundation, Shanghai higher leadership at that time, in 2010, they commissioned a study on the feasibility of open government data, and then they got a very strong positive feedback, saying yes, we should do that. So, the open data at that time was considered as an extension of the freedom of information. So, the existing two institutions got involved. One is the Shanghai Commission of the Economy and Informalization, and another is the General Office of the Shanghai Government. So they both together to lead the open data initiative at the local. So in the middle of the uh, 2012, we seen uh, the launch of the open data portal at the local, and nine different local departments, ranging from police. To the statistics, to translation, they got involved in publishing their data on a website. Then moved to the central portal.、Uh, over two hundred datasets got released, but most of them about pure facts uh, or uh, some kind of place of interest. For instance, location of the schools, location of the hospitals,、uh, their reference data, their basic data.、Uh, However, one of the key problems at that time is the whole work as doing open data stay quite low key, so it's little known to the wider public. Not a lot of people really know that the Shanghai government is doing that. One of the key event I would like to highlight here、uh, by 2014 is one of the forums we uh, did uh, with the World Bank and Fudan University.、Uh, The reason I bring up here is because these are one of the events that breached both the supply side and the demand side, and it also probably one of the earliest events where the international experts like Emperor Balvin from the World Bank at that time and Joe Green from NIU at that time they learned about the state open data status in China. And it is a very、uh, important event at that time that enabled、uh, the formation of the、uh, local ecosystem because most of the、uh, non-profit journalists,、uh, university academics, and the city government、uh, offices, they know each other at that event, so they can connect together and、uh, then collaborate. And、uh, one of the、uh, Key issue uh, by 2015, uh, when uh, the Shanghai government already published over 500 dataset on the portals,、um, is that、uh, the people who own data、uh, and plan for what release next has no clue and no motivation in publishing data. They have no belief 
in publishing data and letting the outside wide public to solve any problems. And one of the comment we heard at that time from the transportation department is that they believe the data they own are so professional, so no lay people or、uh, someone outside of the the department can understand the data and use the data. And we soon proved them wrong because of the、uh, soda competition as a result of the government and community a collaboration. Uh, soda by its name, you can tell it's very interesting that we use the metaphor of saying you open up the the bottle of a、uh, uh, soda, and you will hear the sound boom. That's the energy comes out of it. So it's just similar to the data, right? You need to open it up so you can、uh, get the result, get the value, and uh, uh, somehow because. We can't really get data owners publish、uh, high-value data on the portal directly. We try to use the competition as an excuse, as a safe ground,、uh, to convince those data owners to、uh, provide some of the historical sample data, non-sensitive, to the competition.、Uh, then we only allow the first-hand teams who win the idea. Uh, based upon the sample data to the access, to access those competition full data, and then make、uh, use of the data to、uh, generate new analysis or outputs、uh, the product. Then we use those outputs as evidence. Goes back to convince the data owners that you can publish it later in open format, so more people can. Benefit from that, but also you can benefit from that. And uh, uh, in a four-year period that we worked with over thirty、uh, different data owners, ranging from local department to private companies,、uh, unlocked over sixty different datasets, and fifteen、uh, percent、uh, of them finally becomes open data after the competition. And、uh, it is very excited that we also see this competition uh, helper uh, entrepreneurship, as we、uh, had at least four or five different startups as result from the competition. They still、uh, grow fast now.、Uh, even one of them now already uh, had one、uh, hundred people in their team, and we also copy or say、uh, replicate、uh, this kind of. Competition model to other cities like in Chongqing, in Shenyang, and there are many, many other cities、uh, trying to copy this model.、Uh, and we also feel really grateful、uh, during the stage of、uh, Soda that we get a really strong uh, 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 support from the、uh, UK DIT, but also、uh, ODI at that time、uh, send. Uh, Uh, some experts to China to to、um, advise how we can、uh, better run the open data government initiative、uh, and so that.、Uh, then in 2019,、um, we finally reached、uh, a bottleneck that where the city government already published uh, uh, over I think、uh, nearly 2,000 datasets. Some of them are downloadable. Some of them are in OPI format,、um, but it is becomes much, much, much more harder to publish high-value data. Part of the reason is that
under the logic of economic agenda, that you invest into a publication of the data, then you expect a, a huge return, especially money return,、uh, tangible benefits from that. And it unlikes open government、uh, logic, where、uh, publishing open data is one of the responsibility of the government and to satisfy the requirements of transparency. So you don't really argue for money return; you argue for、uh, a better reputation of a government.、Uh, while in China, we the, the government favors the economic agenda. Much, way, much more stronger than the government agenda, open government agenda. Then, under that kind of economic logic, you find a、uh, balance、uh, needs of、uh, supplying data and uh, uh, and uh, getting the return from the, the 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 publication of the data. So we finally reach that point that the government itself feel really hard to continue. Improving the open data program at local. So in 2019, we surprisingly、uh, find out that the Shanghai、uh, government, when they try to release a new open data actor,、uh, in that uh, draft, uh, they actually redefine or reframe what open data they means at local. Uh, they actually divided into two pieces.、Uh, the first piece is unconditional open data, which is completely the real open data,、uh, and the second part, which is so-called conditional open data, that including the、uh, data that requires、uh, a lot of efforts in anonymizing that, or、uh, you need to provide the data in real-time manner、uh, in API format. So basically, that means you need to invest a lot of money in the technical infrastructure in order to provide the data, and this kind of data will be classified as conditional data. And what that means to users? That means as a user, you need to apply for the data. You need to submit、uh, application form to the data owners to request the data, and you need to tell them、uh, what kind of usage you are.、Uh, You are describing why you wanted the data. What do you? What's it for? And、uh, the data owner will assess whether this is one of the、uh, data use. They will grant and approve your you,、uh, your rights to access. And they may need to assess also、uh, whether they can really earn benefits from your usage. So、um, at that time, as an openly active advocate. Uh, we feel really disappointed and sad because it's kind of saying that open data、uh, is dead in China.、Uh, but after some of the discussion with the international community, we also found or under understood that probably we we put too much focus on、uh, publishing data as in an open manner. As undergo,、uh, as output, that might be an end. But applying openness as an overall principle into data governance might be the real focus we should、uh, we should push 
and that idea can survive. What does that mean? Because we're in the digital age that China pushes the big data, pushes the AI, we're looking at not only、uh, the transparent data flow access, but we're also looking at how much data got collected in the first place, whether this is has. Asset enough, and、uh, about the use, about the data standard. There are so much more things we should really look at and push forward the principle of open. And the interesting is, even under the logic of、uh, data economic economic agenda,、uh, to create a fair market or create a.、Um, Market environment where people can really benefit from、uh, the ground market rule and、uh, to have a healthy、uh, data economy. That means that we need a transparent uh, data uh, standard. We need to have participatory data community. We need to have fair data access. All those things means that we need to win trust and create a trustworthy environment for the data governance for the data economy. So in this sense, we believe openness must still have its place in China in its、uh, digital economic agenda. We may see a stop of releasing more high value data as purely open data, but we may see. That more data can be released, or uh, got um, accessed and used and managed, or let's say stored in、um, in a way that follows open principle. So that's our hope, and、uh, that's work we will continue to working on. And that's all the things I would like to、uh, share. And、uh, I'm happy to take any question from you. And you are welcome to visit our website、uh, or email us at the contact at opendatachina.org or follow us on the newly created Twitter account. Thanks. Great, thanks for that, Feng.、Uh, that was a fascinating talk.、Um, Feng has just joined us, so、um, hi, Feng. Thanks, thanks for joining. Hello, thanks. Hello, hello, guys.、Yeah. Great. So, if we have any questions from the audience, please feel free、uh, to ask them or put them in the chat.、Uh, but in the meantime, while we wait to see if there are any,、um, we had a chance to to ask Feng some questions from the team in advance. So,、um, Feng, if you don't mind, I'm just going to pick a, a few of those just to just to ask your your thoughts on what the team、sure. asked.、Uh, the first one is about open licenses in China.、Uh, you said、yep. that in Between 2012 and 2014, open data was published under websites terms of use.、Uh, what's the situation like today?、Uh, did the discourse around licensing evolve? And what are the sort of latest developments you can share on on that front? Yes,、uh, I would say the situation gets kind of better uh, as uh, most of the cities start looking at whether they should、uh, adopt this kind of open license because of the. Um, annual、uh, assessment of the、uh, open data performance at local, conducted by academic and、uh, independent research researchers in China,、uh, kind of based upon the、uh, open data barometer approach.、Um, another thing I would like to、uh, mention is that、uh, just、uh, in this year, that、uh, way as a 
uh, Open Data China, we also worked with uh, Shanghai Jiaotong University. We started uh, developing a new uh, open data license uh, standard for for Chinese government and for for industry. So um, the hope is, uh, yes, definitely would like to have more governments and uh, uh, even private sector to adopt this kind of open license and to publish publish uh, as much as possible open data. Yeah. Okay, great. Thanks for that. Uh, I see there's no questions in the chat. Um, if someone from the audience has a question, please just feel free to take yourself off mute and ask. But in the meantime, I'll, I'll ask you another question that we have from the team. Um, the question says that it's interesting that the rise of open government data is linked to Freedom of Information Act in Shanghai. Uh, in your talk, you said that Shanghai issued an open government data feasibility study. Uh, could you just expand on this? Uh, what were the key findings? And did the findings impact the decisions about open data across China? Yeah, um, as I mentioned, that uh, China, uh, uh, especially Shanghai, uh, started developing its own freedom information uh, practice and experiment uh, back to 2004. So when uh, the higher leadership tried to uh, commission a study uh, on the open data in 2010, the, the research team didn't really publish a report uh, at the end. But uh, what we know is, uh, first, they really send a very positive signal back to the higher uh, leadership uh, on the feasibility that, that China, especially Shanghai, should adopt this idea of open data. And secondly, that uh, they definitely give them an advice on approach uh, by uh, taking a pilot only involving a selected uh, a group of departments to publish the data first, then to scale it up uh, to the uh, whole city. So I think that's definitely something that influenced how the city uh, took its approach and uh, definitely scale it up uh, finally at the uh, city level, yeah. Okay, great. Thanks. Uh, it seems we still don't have any questions, which is usually a, a sign of a very thorough and conclusive uh, talk. So I suppose just, just one final question. Uh, to conclude, Feng, uh, considering how you ended your presentation with uh, open data as an output, possibly dead, but as a process still alive, uh, what are your hopes for open data in China in the future? And how, and how do you suspect this will sort of develop um, as time goes by? Yeah, sure. Um, uh, in this year, China is going to uh, pass to new legislation on uh, personal information protection and on data security. Um, and we are seeing a much increasingly uh, discussion on how to regulate uh, data exchange, uh, data flow, and all those points to a new direction on making this kind of data exchange to data, uh, the whole data governance more transparent. So we, we believe sometimes that in the future that uh, no matter whether we will see a much more open data, pure open data in China, but we will definitely see much more open approach got adopted in managing and stewarding the data in China. Okay, great, thanks. Thanks, Frank, that's, that's very interesting. Um, yeah, it seems we don't have any questions today. So, so thanks everyone for joining. Um, oh, wait, someone's just come in. Um, this is from Joss Sessions. Uh, I understand China has a 250 year plan that is continually updated. As we look to the past for reference and the future for what could be, how can the West and East collaborate for the better? 
Oh yeah, that's uh, that's a very interesting question. Uh, I would say that uh, definitely needs more uh, communication and dialogue between the West and the and, and the East, especially in, uh, for China. I would say that uh, uh, for China, that uh, most of the time that uh, China try to learn from uh, Western countries. As I mentioned, that uh, in the past few uh, years, that uh, UK experts, US experts, all visit China to uh, provide advice on how China can. Uh, localize the open data approach uh, locally, uh, but reversely, that we're also seeing that China start uh, exporting uh, its own practice on data, uh, data stewardship or data governance. So uh, definitely, there are more chance if if the both party can really uh, uh, talk to each other and uh, and try to experiment each other's approach at local. That will be very interesting to see how it turns out as a result of innovation, as a result of collaboration between the two parties, yeah. Great, thanks, Feng. Um, I suppose we'll just give it a moment if anyone has any, any follow-up questions, please feel free to ask. Yeah. Just says, great, thank you. Thank you. Feng, do you have any, any closing comments you'd, you'd like to make for? everyone here well uh, I definitely would uh, would encourage more uh, people uh, especially from Western countries uh, to uh, to look at how how China is doing uh, open data and adopting uh, the open principle at uh, uh, at a local level and uh, would definitely welcome uh, more people coming to China to really provide your advice and uh, really experience advice. Uh, on how China can better really apply this kind of open principle into a data or much generally, let's say, digital governance. Uh, that's much important in the next, uh, let's say, 20, 30 years, especially when we talk about uh, Western China collaboration. Yeah. Great. Thanks, Fan. Is there a question from anyone else? No, I think that's it. Great. Uh, yeah, thanks again, everyone, for joining. And thanks, Feng. I understand it's, it's quite late on a Friday night for you in Shanghai. So thanks so much for <laughs> offering your time. Thank you very much. Thank you, guys. You've been listening to a Friday lunchtime lecture brought to you by the Open Data Institute.